Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll be engaging Julian of Norwich to help us contemplate the balance of sin and love. This is the 29th chapter of Julian of Norwich's long text entitled Revelations of Divine Love. Take a deep breath, and wherever you are, let your shoulders relax, let your attention settle, and I invite you to open your heart to these words. But I paused at this, contemplating these things in general, sad and grieving, and in my thought I said to our Lord with great reverence, Ah, my good Lord, how could all be well? given the great harm that has been done to humankind by sin. And here I prayed, as much as I dared, for some clearer explanation to ease my mind over this. And our blessed Lord answered most compassionately and in a very friendly way, and showed that Adam's sin was the greatest harm that ever was done or ever shall be, until the end of the world. And he also showed that this is publicly acknowledged through all holy church on earth. Furthermore, he taught that I should consider the glorious atonement. For this atonement is incomparably more pleasing to God and more glorious in saving mankind than Adam's sin was ever harmful. So what our blessed Lord's teaching means is that we should take heed of the following. Since I have turned the greatest possible harm into good, it is my will that you should know from this that I shall turn all lesser evil into good. What are the implications of Adam's sin being the greatest harm in the history of the world. Knowing what is to come, at least for a few centuries after Julian, and knowing what we're living through right now, is she perhaps naive? She never knew of Hitler or of Putin, for that matter. How could she make such a claim? But recall She did know of Diocletian and of Nero and of the political, societal, social, economic, religious upheaval of her own time. And Ecclesiastes does tell us that there is nothing new under the sun. So the root, the first, the inaugural sin is the greatest harm to humanity in the history of the world, for all time and in all places. If we can accept this, the first distrust committed, the first turning away, the first act of pride, the first step of conscious isolation in a human, this is the greatest harm then we might begin to meaningfully contemplate the finality and bigness of the good of Jesus's atonement. 
the crucifixion is so large and significant that it wins in the balance against this first greatest harm and all the harms and sins committed afterward, even the ones we have not yet experienced or known. The love exhibited floods and covers and soothes and heals every single one of these wounds. What wondrous love is this? Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.